0: By experience, I am well acquainted with Satan's intention in employing so many of his servants to invent these pestilent errors, whether in speculation or practice, that have in all ages corrupted and enervated the pure and powerful doctrine of the gospel. For they lead to forgetfulness of God, and security in sin, and are deadly poison to every soul that imbibes them, unless a miracle of grace prevent. Such on one hand are all the superstitious doctrines of popery, purgatory, penances, absolutions, indulgences, merits of good works, and the acceptableness of will worship and uncommanded observances. What are these but engines of the devil to keep men quiet in their sins? Man, resolved to follow the dictates of his depraved inclination and not to bound his pursuits and enjoyments within the limits of God's holy law, catches at anything to soften the horrible thought of eternal misery. This is the awakening reflection, God's sword in the conscience, which it is Satan's business, by all his diabolical artifices, to endeavor to sheath, blunt, or turn aside, knowing that whilst this alarming apprehension is present to the soul, he can never maintain his possession of it in peace. By such inventions, therefore, as these, he takes care to furnish the sinner with that which he seeks for, and to enable him to walk according to the course of this wicked world and the desires of depraved nature without being disturbed by such dreadful thoughts. The same, on the other hand, is the tendency of all those speculations of reasoning men which set God's attributes at variance with each other, which represent the Supreme Governor as so weakly merciful as neither to regard the demands of his justice, the glory of his holiness, the veracity of his word, nor the peaceable order and subordination of the universe, which explain away all the mysteries of the gospel, and represent sin, that fruitful root of evil, that enemy of God, that favorite of Satan, as a very little thing, scarcely noticed by the Almighty, and which, contrary to Scripture and universal experience and observation, would persuade us that man is not a depraved creature, These latter sentiments I acceded to and maintained as long as I could, and I did it most assuredly because they soothed my conscience, freed me from the pressing fears of damnation, and enabled me to think favorably of myself. For these reasons alone, I loved and chose this ground. I fixed myself upon it, and there I fortified myself with all the arguments and reasonings I could meet with. These things I wished to believe, and I had my wish, for at length I did most confidently believe them. Being taken captive in this snare by Satan, I should here have perished with a lie in my right hand, had not that Lord, whom I dishonored, snatched me as a brand from the burning. In this state of mind, I attempted to obtain admission into holy orders. Wrapped up in the proud notion of the dignity of human nature, I had lost sight of the evil of sin and thought little of my own sinfulness. I was filled with a self-important opinion of my own worth and the depth of my understanding. I had adopted a system of religion accommodated to that foolish pride, having almost wholly discarded mysteries from my creed and regarding with sovereign contempt those who believed them. As far as I understood those controversies, I was nearly a Socinian and a Pelagian and wholly an Arminian. Yet, To my shame be it spoken, I sought to obtain admission into the ministry, in a church whose doctrines are diametrically opposed to all the three, without once concerning myself about those barriers which the wisdom of our forefathers have placed about her, purposely to prevent the intrusion of such dangerous heretics as I then was.